News, views, opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. This is the beginning of a brand new series called Poker Face. And if you'll remember from the last series, Mass Deception, I came up with this name, Poker Face, after seeing the clip that I highlighted, I believe, in the first episode of Benny Hinn looking right into the camera saying he will never lie to your face. This particular series, Poker Face, is going to feature a lot of these NAR prophets and apostles. And I'm picking on the ones, I'm not picking on, I'm showing you the ones that I believe are doing it absolutely on purpose and they're being very deceitful and distorting the gospel and probably making a ton of money doing it while also working towards a one-world religion and a class of elite soldiers, which we covered in Joel's army. Now, I say these ones are doing it on purpose because they've written it in their books. They say these things, but yet they all deny their part of this. It's undeniable. We see them all together, and the person that is going to be featured on this very first episode of Poker Face is none other than Rick Joyner of Morning Star Ministries, but he is into a whole lot more. And quite honestly, I could do probably 10, 20 programs on this guy. I've done so much research, but I'm going to encapsulate it into a few things that I think will really get the message across strongly to you. So I'm going to be covering these guys in Poker Face. That is the part of it. Now, there is an A circuit and a B circuit. So the A circuit of the Poker Face series is guys like Rick Joyner and the people that encircle him. So, you know, we've already touched on people like Lance Wallnow. Uh, You know, there's other teachers like that that are in this. A whole bunch of them, Uh, Mike Bickle from Kansas City. I'm going to be getting into Paul Kane. Uh, There's a whole bunch of stuff that's going to come out of this, and you won't want to miss some because you're also going to see the B circuit of these NAR prophets and apostles. Now, the B circuit, and this is just my conjecture here, I call them the B circuit, These are your YouTube preachers and apostles that are as a part of this gnarly concept. And you're going to know most of those names. And uh, even by association with the A circuit, which I'm featuring in this poker face, you're going to see a lot of those um, B circuit ones. And so the A circuit ones have written, you know, tons of books Uh, They usually have large bricks-and-mortar churches. Uh, The B-Circuit are more online ministries who are vying for position because they really believe in this new one rising. 
And who is this new one rising? Well, it's a false Jesus. And another name for this false Jesus is Morning Star. Not to be confused with the Morning Star of Revelation. Now, I know that there's a lot of churches named Morning Star, and they're not naming their churches after Lucifer. And I'm not saying that that is why uh, Rick Joyner's church was named that. I'm not saying that. Is it possible? Yeah, it is possible. Because you have to understand, as we covered from the plan, Blavatsky, Alice Bailey, the Masons have invaded the churches, and I can't tell you who is a Mason and who isn't. Uh, well, in this case, I probably can. However, they're secret. They keep it secret. So we don't know, but we do know that they have gone into the church, and we know some of them are following the plan towards a one-world religion. And a lot of them are involved in something called ecumenicism. Now, I just want to define that for you. Ecumenicism is basically a movement driven by the Catholic Church, the Vatican, to bring back Christianity into one united front. Now, that is a reversal of the Reformation that happened in the 1500s, where a whole bunch of these Protestants said, hey, no, we've had enough of your pagan Christianity, and we're going to go right to the word of God. So these people are trying to reverse that and bring everyone into a watered-down faith that then can easily be blended into a one-world religion with everybody else of faith in the world, including the mystic religions. So you have to have that as a backdrop. Um, another common theme you're going to see throughout this series is most of these guys are grave soakers. All right. I'm just going to tell you, they're into mantles. You're going to hear mantles a lot. That's one of their buzzwords. I'm going to hand over this mantle or whatever, or they go and try to get the mantle, just like Benny Hinn did um, grave soaking Catherine Coleman, who was at the forefront of this. I didn't cover her in the last series because I did her quite a little, quite a while ago. I did a program on her, but they do grave soaking. Uh, they do mantles. Decree and declare, which are words in the Bible, we're allowed to use them, but you'll see the way that they do it takes the authority away from Jesus and puts the authority on them. And the reason I say this is important, it's because they believe they are gods. They believe that they have to, you have to become a godlike status. Now, they don't say this out loud. They sneak it in every little bit. They're just planting the seeds, and they're coming back for a harvest on them. And they're, when they talk about Jesus, a lot of these people, it is my opinion, they are calling on the false Jesus, just like the one that Alice Bailey calls Jesus. So um, there's, all, there's signs and wonders. They're heavily into signs and wonders, kundalini, divination, is a big part of what they do, and you're going to see that today. In fact, this video is going to 
close out with honestly a a video that is extremely hard to watch and it is extremely hard to even listen to so you know I, in fact i i would say it's not appropriate for children but you have to see this to know what is going on now if you look up rick joiner you're going to find a ton of stuff about him being knights of malta that's right knights of malta which is a Masonic organization. And there are a lot of false claims about this. Uh, there's a particular author who is going to be featured in an audio clip that has some video behind it, um, an interview with her, and she wrote a book called A View from Be Be Beneath, uh, one person's account of uh, escaping the Luciferian gospel, essentially, is the name of her book. And I'm going to be playing an audio clip of her. And she, when writing her book, really, really researched uh, his part of the Knights of Malta. In fact, let me just put up a uh, picture here. And that is him, uh, second to the right, uh, with the big crest being brought into the Knights of Malta. Now... There's a whole bunch of different sections of the Knights of Malta. Uh, there's the Catholicism one, the Jesuits uh, order. There's another one that's a militant order. This one is independent, but you have to look at his connections, and we'll be getting into that in a future one because there's a whole area I want to do on this. Uh, it's very important to see the connections, how high they are politically, and how high they are, and the other churches that this reaches into, which will be a bit of a shocker for you. But his part of the Knights of Malta is actually independent. However, being independent, there is a real military intelligence component to this. So that means secretive. Also, very Nazi-friendly. This particular sect was known to be the sect that helped the Nazis escape Germany at the end of World War II. So there's a lot to uh, come on that. And before I get into more stuff on Rick Joyner, he has recently, uh, in the last couple of years, stepped down from uh, being the head pastor of the church, and he has handed it over to another gentleman who I want you to see. And uh, this video comes courtesy of a YouTuber called Drew Bloom. So I'm just going to play you a couple-minute clip. You're going to be able to get it. Uh, but I think Drew Bloom does a really good part of narrating this as well. So I'm going to let him do the heavy lifting for the next three minutes, and then I will come back to you. But you, in by the way, if you're listening on Podbean, uh, you're going to be able to hear this. You're going to be able to hear it just fine. Um, the only thing you'll be missing is the fact that he is looking over to the right at like a computer screen. So his body language is kind of 
giving away how he's getting some of this stuff, but I'll let you listen to it. It doesn't even matter if he's cheating here. It's the point of it that is uh, most concerning. Here at Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, we can get the definition of divination. The art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. Now, for those of you that wonder, well, how could the church become so corrupt? This is how it happens. When alleged leaders of the church bring the actual witchcraft in and disguise it as Christianity, that's how it happens. You're looking at Pastor Chris Reed, who is the lead pastor and the president of Morningstar Ministries. And what you're about to see him do is actual witchcraft, actual divination. Okay, Heather's joined us now. You ready? Sure. All right, let me bring her on here. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? I got the, there's a name, something to do with like an L. Um, I don't know if it's like a middle name or a maiden name, but it's like an, uh, starts with an L. I don't know exactly um, what, what that would mean. And also I've got like a, there's like a, I want to say like a Tim maybe, or a Timothy, uh, a Dwayne. Um, like the name Camp, I don't know why Camp, C-A-M-P, if that makes uh, sense to you, and something to do um, with me, I want to say. Say May 22nd. What's May 22nd? Is it or 21st or 22nd, something like that? May 22nd. I apologize. I didn't have myself in the stream. I was talking when I paused that and uh, you couldn't hear me. Um, I was just setting it up because there were some things put on the screen that I think you should be aware of if you were listening or if you weren't watching closely. Um, what he is doing here is he's actually doing just a psychic reading. This is a pastor, okay? This is not prophecy. He is doing a psychic reading. And if you want to know part of how he's doing that, he's looking over at his computer. You can see his body language. He's probably going on the social media. They probably have this set up because they have callers waiting, they're doing research, someone might be feeding him stuff, but also there is something called hot and cold reading. I don't think this guy is that advanced. I believe he's actually cheating here, but it doesn't matter. He is doing a psychic reading. Exactly, my birthday. Okay, also, um, like, I, I don't know, and, like... Yeah, uh -huh. tell us what the names were. Dwayne's my husband. Okay. And the L is my middle name is Lynn. 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 Okay. I, I I didn't quite. Yeah. I, I she was straight facing you too. She was like, mm -hmm, I'm not giving away nothing. 
You're a believer, I assume. Yes. Yeah. So, so what do you think about prophetic ministry? What's your thoughts about it? Um, this is it. Uh, this is all new to me. I was raised Baptist from the time I was five until I just started going to a Pentecostal church. Like, oh yeah. Ago. Oh, you're all messed up now. So I, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been told that I'm baptized in the spiritual gifts, and I can. Um, I know I have tongues. I pray in tongues to God, and I've been told I have a lot more, but I don't know if I'm afraid to use them. But I do dream a lot, and I think I have visions. And That's I what I was. I was going to tell you all this. That's why I was. Oh, yeah, okay. Ask so, you, what do you think about if that was to happen? So, gotcha. What was the camp? What was the camp one? Oh, I'm sorry. I um, camp Blue Diamonds out the road from us. Okay. What is it? Camp there's a Blue Diamond. There's camp a Camp Blue Diamonds up the road. Yeah. Yes, about like hey. two minutes. Okay. So, like, what has it got to do with something like I see you running around a globe? Like, I see you running, like, on a globe. I live on Globe Run Road. Okay, I just want you to pick up. So she just mentioned this camp, and then she names the camp. So someone Googles it. They're sending notes, and he's looking at his computer, and Globe Road is right there. It's, you know, it's like, come on. Oh, man. You know what? I'm, I'm not even going to show any more of that. But it, you get the point. This is, this is a psychic reading, folks. This is not uh, anything to do with the gospel. And let me just change back my screen. Give me a second. All right. So that's that's his discernment and who he picked as his replacement. <laughs> Good guy, right? Now, as I said, you'll find a ton of information. This is an endless rabbit hole. But I found a couple articles, and there's some real hit jobs on them. I, I'm not going to lie and some of them you can read through and it's like come on that was a cheap shot because not everything the man does is bad you can't do that if you're pretending to have a ministry all right it's important for you to know that these people have to have good fruit but i'm gonna read part of an article it's a fairly long article uh but so that's why i'm only gonna read part but it's called the dangers of Rick Joyner and Morningstar Ministries. And the reason I want to read some of this is he just brings the evidence in the scriptures. And uh, I'm just going to go through, you know, a couple little sections of this, and I think it will make some points to you. So it's called The Dangers of Rick Joyner and Morningstar Ministries by Dave Stevens. Having read his books, by the way, he has about 50, over 40 for sure, um, and he names two of the books, The Final Quest and The Call. Continuing on, I come to the conclusion that the teachings of Rick Joyner and those of Morningstar Ministries are dangerous and destructive. This paper is an attempt to expose these teachings and compare them to the light of Scripture in hopes that people might avoid suffering the shipwreck of their faith. And then he quotes, 1 Timothy 1, verse 19, keeping faith and good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. I believe that Rick Joyner's teachings are destructive because Rick Joyner is a false prophet who attacks the sufficiency of scripture, teaches a higher life pietism, and propagates latter rain manifest sons of God theology. 
May God grant you grace as you read the following pages and passages from the Bible to remain steadfast in the knowledge of his gospel and of his word. And just a reminder to you before I continue, the NAR bunch, they believe that when you get revelation, a word of knowledge from God, it actually supersedes the word of God because God is doing a new thing. Okay, that's very important to remember. They believe that the prophetic words actually take higher precedent than the written word. And so the prophet says the higher, the, this new prophetic message, and then the apostle decides how the church is going to action that. And by the way, if you disagree with them, you're gone. All right. Now, in this case, Rick Joyner is not only the top prophet or one of the top prophets, but he's also an apostle. Talk about being godlike in the church. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I first started reading, back to the article, uh, Rick Joyner's books, I was taken back by the number of times he described his conversations with the dead. According to wikipedia.org, a spirit medium is an individual who claims the ability to receive messages from spirits, ghosts, or other discorporate entities, or claims that he or she can channel such entities. That is, write or speak in the voice of these entities rather than in the medium's own voice. Hey, can you think of any prophets that do that? Just a side note, that just kind of get this stuff and then just start writing it down like they're channeling. So by this definition, Rick Joyner is a spirit medium because he claims the ability to receive messages from the dead. In the final quest, the first book featured, I counted 11 occurrences where Rick Joyner describes conversations with the dead and or dictates the words of the dead to his readers. And then uh, the author quotes pages 65, 86, 87, 92, 95, 99, 107, 111, 114, 131, and 150. In The Call, the second book, I counted seven occurrences, pages 42, 45, 71, 72, 211, and 212, and 213. I shall quote just one conversation so you can get the flavor of his visions. Now, this is a direct quote from Rick Joyner's book. I heard a new voice. Okay, sorry, I got to stop. Remember, a new thing. Back to the quote. <clears throat> I heard a new voice. What you are experiencing here has been given you on earth. Every relationship, every encounter with another person could teach you what you are learning here if you will keep the cloak of humility on and learn to always keep your attention fixed on his glory. I was amazed to recognize this man as a contemporary of mine. I did not know that he had died. I had never met him on earth, but he had a great ministry, which I respected very much. 
So <laughs> there you go, folks. Um, by the way, there's other things I could have pulled up, other articles from his books that I found. And there's one in particular where he has this, he said, what he was talking about, it was direct quotes from him being interviewed about him being in the Knights of Malta. And he says that he, they have this like cloak of invisibility on them. It's like so wicked. The author continues, the Bible is explicitly clear on what God thinks of speaking to the dead. Leviticus 19 verse 31 says, give no regard to mediums and familiar spirits. Do not seek after them to be defiled by them. I am the Lord, your God. Leviticus 20 verse 6 also says, and the person who turns to mediums and familiar spirits to prostitute himself with them, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from his people. And then Deuteronomy 18 verses 10 to 12 says, there should not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire or one who practices witchcraft or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritualist, or one that calls up from the dead. For all who do these are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Well, that's my prayer in doing this series. Chronicles 10 verse 13 describes the unfaithfulness of King Saul by saying, so Saul died for his unfaithfulness when he had committed against the Lord because he did not keep the word of the Lord and also because he consulted a medium for guidance. The scripture tells us that Rick Joyner is an abomination to the Lord. Should we then regard his prophecies as true? And then Deuteronomy 13, verses 1 to 5, says the following. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, which he spoke to you, saying, let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them, <coughs> you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast him. But the prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you away from which the Lord your God commanded you to walk, so you shall put away the evil from your midst. Now, I just want to say, some of you might think, well, why isn't he dead then? If he's, I think death could also mean hell. That's just Jeff speaking. Rick Joyner is trying to entice his followers away from what God has commanded us to walk. He leads people into sin with his necromancy, drawing them away from the Lord. And Isaiah 8 verses 19 to 20 also forbids mediums. And when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not people seek their God? Should they seek 
the dead on behalf of the living, to the law, to the testimony, if they do not speak according to his word, it is because there is no light in them. And you know what? Before I go to the next short article, and this next one is very convicting, I'm going to tell you. I think I want to play to you the uh, audio clip, and it does have some video behind it that uh, is from this uh, Michelle, who is the author of the book, A View from Beneath. And let me just bring up my screen again. This one um, is from a YouTuber called Magical Mystery Church. And she does a good job, by the way. Um, I don't agree with all her framings of things, but she does a really good job. And it's a channel that uh, one of the few channels I, I do watch from time to time. So I'm going to let you listen to this and, and view it. And, uh, and then I'll come back to you after a few minutes. But this is actually someone who was in his church. And by the way, actually, before I even say this, this is in the old building, uh, which was on an industrial type complex. Uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And part of the reason why I'm doing Rick Joyner first is this is personal to me. When I was a very young Christian, I had just joined the uh, music team. Our entire music team, there was about 15 of us. We went down to a prophetic worship conference at Morningstar Church. And I saw a lot of this stuff going on. Um, wasn't as bad as the Toronto blessing the time I was there, but it does get worse than the Toronto blessing did, in my opinion, in some other cases. However, um, I was actually inspired by it, uh, because the church elders I was with, uh, you know, talked highly about it. And I thought, okay, well, this is, this is good. Now I'm not coming against those people. They're still all my friends and they're good people of God who have gotten a with their, they don't run their church this way at all. So I'm not coming against them. We all kind of fell into it a little bit, and I was really taken back. Their worship was fantastic, and I still listen to the worship today, uh, some of it. Anyways, um, but so this is in that building, and, and she's going to quote a Beatles song in this, and part of the reason I wanted to share this with you is when we were there, it was right after that had happened, and... She doesn't go on to describe the experience, but they played a Beatles song um, and a pillar of smoke appeared at the front of the stage and went back and forth. And there were huge manifestations. And you're going to see what some of those manifestations look like in the final video. But just listen to this and I'll see you in a couple minutes. If this was a situation like that, we were listening to the worship and, you know, everyone well, was, was a form of hypnotism. It absolutely was. It absolutely was. And I remember kind of coming to in the service and looking around and everybody had that, you know, they were just 
uh, in rapture. They, you know, their hands were in the air. They were swaying. Everyone had their eyes shut. They were just out of it. And I remember looking around and thinking, what is happening to me? And I suddenly heard what they were singing. And this is what they were singing. Here comes, it was a prophetic song, and Leonard, who is the head of the worship, was singing, Here Comes the Sun, all dressed in black. And um, and then he what? said, oh, Yes. And then he said, Oh, stinking death, we drink your cup. <gasps> then, yes. What? And then went into, yeah. Then he went into the Beatles song, Little Darling, you know, Here Comes the Sun. Oh and my everybody word. in that place was out of it. And I had a friend that was standing behind me. His name's oh. Doy, and he has he has since come out of that movement. And I turned around, and he was just lost. I mean, he looked like he was completely drugged and out of it. And I slapped him, and I said, you know, I poked him and slapped him because I couldn't get him to come too. And I said, Doy, Doy, and I, you know, I kept I kept poking him and, and slapping him, and finally, it's like he it was like he was waking up from from anesthesia honestly and he was like oh, uh, what and then he got mad at me he said what what do you want and so I said listen listen to what they're saying listen and he it was like he almost slipped back into it and I poked him oh. again and I said listen and so he started listening and he heard what they were saying that he heard the same thing as as me that he they were repeating these things and um uh he grabbed me and we ran out of there and outside, we were standing there. He said, what are we a part of? I mean, we were horrified. But it was so strange because everybody else was out of it. Yeah. You could see it. They, they do play some of their services on, uh, on God TV. And uh, you could see how these people are acting. They're acting strange, weird. They, they look like a bunch of zombies. Uh, in this, what, what they call a church service, you can see it for yourself. It's and it, yeah, and people say, oh, it's you know they're lost in the spirit. No, they're they're being mind controlled. Yeah, I literally lost time, and you know I have I have worshipped the Lord in my own time and felt you know just an absolute bliss before the Lord, but it's completely different. I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm aware of uh, my body. I, I feel like I'm in complete control, but I I, I know that the Lord is um, speaking with me or whatever. It's it's completely different. It has a completely different quality to it. Uh, than this because this was something this was almost like being in a trance uh and and not having control over your yeah. your own body and and so forth um that that's not god that's no. just not god and no, not god. and losing time is you know i literally i would lose time i would like that instance that i just described to you it was like i would wake up in service and all of a sudden i'd go what happened like for the last hour where was i yeah, they do have extremely long what they call worship services. Uh-huh. And then uh, sometimes no preaching, I noticed in some of these services. And then they go on for hours and hours. And, and hours. the preaching isn't preaching. The preaching is everything that God is telling Rick Joyner, what Rick Joyner thinks, you know, what God told Rick Joyner, all these sorts of things, or observations. So could there actually be Freemasons, occultists, Luciferians in the church running big ministries? Is that what this means?
Very telling. And uh, by the way, if you Google her name, there's a couple radio interviews. In fact, I'll probably even post them in the uh, Diggs channel on Telegram. If you want to listen to the long form interview, I have two of them that I've gone through and uh, she's very well spoken. And I actually believe she's bang on accurate. In fact, I'm tempted to buy her book on this. Um, continuing on, and this is the last section of an article that I'm going to read to you, but I think it sums it up. Oh, sorry, I'm a little bit out of order today. On the screen, I just want to show you a picture of their stage where they perform. Now, this is from the new building that they bought, which is the old uh, PTL, you know, the Jim Baker property. They bought that and uh, beautiful property, obviously. And I don't know if the stage was modified by them or if it was originally like that. But I want to point out to you, and for those of you who are just listening, the stage is a circle. And it has all these pillars. It's It's like a magic circle. And in fact, you know, I count six pillars on that stage, kind of like the six-pointed star. And there's a whole bunch of symbolism that we can get into with this church. And um, listen, I, I would just tell you, churches that have the big flame on them and stuff like that, that's a sign. It doesn't mean it's a bad church. And and I also, I want to be sure to let you know that I'm not trying to dissuade you from going to a church. In fact, if I wasn't doing the Sunday morning program now, I'd be back in church. Um, I think it's really good to be gathered with the saints. You just have to be very careful of who you fall and be follow and be the Berean at all times. So this article is from Cult Doctor, and it's from August 24th of 2013. There's an indiction that Rick Joyner is either an initiate himself or is deeply influenced by others around him who are initiates into the craft. Why do I say this? Not just because of his false Gnostic prophecies and teachings and use of occultic symbology and another gospel and known occultic connections with the Knights of Malta, but because of what is planned on September 21st, I mean, this is of the year 2013, that has an obvious pagan symbolism in it that they are becoming far more overt and blatant about. Rick Joyner said in his latest bulletin, this is a quote, we are close to the birth of something we were created for. Hear the new thing again. Sorry, that's my insert. We are close to the birth of something we were created for, and we believe we will begin this fall, around September 21st. We have been given that date like we were on 8808, and it is not a coincidence, for that is the date exactly six months after honoring the Father's Conference we hosted with White Dove Ministries. Because of this, we moved our harvest conference to begin on September 18th and the Worship and Warfare Conference to begin on September 22nd. So September 
21st will be the Sunday in between. Come to either or both of these if you can, and you may be a part of history. So then the author goes on, end time notes. Does September 21st have any significance? In ancient Greece, it is the eighth day of the Aleutian Mysteries. By the way, there's a lot of eights. Uh, just look at the front of their building that they took over. There's like eight pillars at the front. You can't make this stuff up. Um, also, the eight-pointed star of the Maltese cross that he wears in his stuff. Um, okay. So, in the ancient Greece, it is the eighth day of the Aleutian Mysteries. It is also United Nations Global Peace Day. Catching the connections. Importantly, it is the date of the Maltese independence and the Knights of Malta celebrate it. And you could look that up at St. John's St. John's Cocathedral.com. But even more importantly, September 21st is the autumn equinox called Mebon, the god of youth. Note Joiner's previous comments on youth. It is one of eight Wiccan days and is the, a Wiccan harvest festival called the Witches' Thanksgiving. It has a festival-like atmosphere and it is called Harvest Home, the Feast of Ingathering or Thanksgiving. So it is a corrupted pagan festival. Respect is given to the coming darkness of winter and the dark mother is honored. The crone across of the triple goddess, a corrupt blasphemous trinity. Huge bonfires are lit, rituals to give thanks to the growing energies of the god and the fertility of the goddess are performed. It was celebrated along the Michael Mass by some, the Feast of Michael, the Archangel. Oh, is there a Seven Rays connection here? Gentlemen, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, then Rick Joyner continues to say in his bulletin, we will have midnight bonfires. The author continues, this bonfire is proof that many of these guys are pagan witches. This is not an innocent coincidence that they do not just happen to have bonfires on a pagan festival day on the second most important date in the Wiccan calendar and at midnight at that. <laughs> and that Rick Joyner has used other buzzwords when describing this event, such as festival and ancient paths and harvest conference and youth, the god of Mabon as well as using all the numerology related to 8 and Saturn. Note that many of these guys are not just innocently deceived. They are deliberate deceivers in the craft. Roaming worship and ministry teams and other events that will create festival atmosphere that is conductive to members of the body getting to know one another. Many important bonds will then will begin at this event. This one really could be historic, and I wouldn't be surprised if there were 8,800 
188 that come. And that was a quote from Rick Joyner. <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to play this uh, last video. And this is a video. Uh, I'm actually playing it from Magical Mystery Church, but it was taken. It's called the Voodoo Video uh, from Morningstar Ministries. Uh, they didn't put it up as someone has reposted it and narrated over it, and uh, it was just convenient in the same spot, so I figured I'd play it from here. Uh, but before I play this, you know, we covered the Kundalini, if you've been with this for a while. The Kundalini spirit has the exact same manifestations in Hinduism and in all these ancient mystery religions, and, you know, it... and the Kundalini spirit is actually properly called the serpent snake spirit. And it's all about going up your chakras. You lose control of your body. People shake, people bark like dogs. And they do all kinds of things. And the Kundalini is the, Satan's imitation of the Holy Spirit. Now, what's different about the Holy Spirit? Well, it's just that holy means set apart. It's anointed. It's of God. And the Kundalini spirit may have power because there is power in this magic that the fallen angels have taught uh, humans to do, the hidden knowledge and stuff like that. But Kundalini cannot be like the Holy Spirit. And there's a big difference and in this clip I'm about to show you, uh, if you remember the audio clip of Michelle, she was talking about people going into a trance, uh, the music being very hypnotic, very tribal, and the, the original video this was taken from that I can deduce, uh, the author called it the voodoo video because it sounds like voodoo drums going in the background and stuff like that. Uh, listen. I really pray, in fact, I'm just going to, Lord, Heavenly Father, have no impartation of no, allow no impartation through this video. Let it just be for educational purposes, Lord, so people will know false doctrine, false worship when they see or hear it. And Father, that they would be the Bereans and find out and truly search out the Holy Spirit and not be seduced by this uh, alluring serpent spirit of the devil. I pray for protection on everyone who listens to it right now. Having said that, I believe that prayer. That means everyone. I prayed for everyone. Still, um, if you have young children, I would not advise watching this video. Now, um, the sounds are equally as disturbing as the visual images. So those of you who are just listening on Podbead and the sounds are going to show tell you uh, real chaos that's happening. And now there is a secondary pastor on stage that is going to introduce a woman. But right before that happens, and it's not in this particular clip, Rick Joyner is there and introduces them too. Okay, so you, so you want you have to know Rick Joyner is there. He's in charge. He's the grand poobah of the church at the time, and. Uh, Part way through this, you're going to hear someone come on and start to narrate. It's about three minutes in. Uh, the video is going to be about eight minutes, if I can even get through the whole thing. But 
the person who is narrating this, and this is, you know, uh, probably at least 10, 15 years ago, this video was out. However, um, the person who comes in and talks about this came out of the experience and is really passionate about it. And he tells you a lot of what the ministry is about and what the NAR movement is about. And for those of you who are watching on video, um, I'm sorry, but you know, the truth is ugly sometimes. And this is a real warning to you to stick to your Bible. And I'll have a closing comment at the end. Please stick around for that. I think it'll be worthwhile. I don't know what I'm going to say yet, but I believe it will be worthwhile. So back to the video, and I'll see you in a couple minutes. Could that possibly be true? So it says this is Prophet Rick Joyner. They're showing him walking off the stage, and this is his ministry. Tori's got something she's going to release. And when this releases, it's going to be like a starting gun for the ministry time. So those of you who like ministry, go ahead and stand up. Get in the middle section. Youth, children, those who have been touched by the fire, prepare to minister. Yeah, he's here. He's here. <laughs> Two days ago, I saw Jesus opening himself up and walking in our midst. <laughs> Today, the phrase that keeps going in my mind and in my heart is that my deep calls out to his deep. My deep calls out to his deep. <sighs> My deep calls out to your deep Jesus. My deep calls out to you. But folks, you know, I love you. You know, I I, I love you genuinely. Love you uh, with the Lord's love. And as long as this breath in my lungs, I am not going to cease to lift up my voice like a trumpet and warn you. What you do with the warning is entirely up to you. I had my own dealings with Rick Joyner. I personally had my own experience at Morningstar. And I know, I know exactly what it's about, people. It's demonic. It's evil. Okay? Um, I was, I, I'm not going to go into that. But there's just such wickedness going on in that place. Evil. Beyond imagination. You... Folks, it's not just flesh and blood um, manifesting. There are de literally demons manifesting in their meetings. It's it's if you're a part of Rick Joint, if you're a part of any any sect of that, any any part of that organization, I'm going to beg you to get away from it, to run for your eternal life, run for your life, get away from it, run from it. Come out from them and be separate and touch not the unclean thing.
It's the most diabolical, wicked, evil, twisted mess, folks. I know firsthand experience. I was there. I saw them barking like dogs. I saw them cackling like hens. I saw it myself. I was there. I was in the midst of it. I'm telling you, please, hear what Brother Joseph's telling you. Don't stay in that. Get out of there. Run away from it. I'm begging you. I am begging you. Folks, this is your soul we're talking about. This is not just something that's temporary. Can you imagine Jesus Christ condoning belly up to the bar, to the Holy Ghost bar? Can you see Jesus Christ condoning the things that are going on in these charismatic meetings? A lot of it's nothing more than the Kundalini spirit taking over, which is nothing more than New Age folks getting involved with chakras and, and uh, the, the Kabbalah, Kabbalah and, and Zohar and uh, you know the dragon energy and all that stuff. Reiki is finding its way into this charismatic renewal. And that's, without question, that is the whore. That is the whore of Babylon. It's not just the Catholic Church. It's the Catholic Church and the charismatics, that whole conglomerate. That is all the whore of Babylon. Every bit of that's whore of Babylon. And they think it's their job to convert the rest of the world. You understand what's going on? This is the beast. That charismatic renewal spirit that's trying to, uh, like Rick Joyner thinking they're supposed to take over the whole world. You understand? With, with General Boykin thinking that they're supposed to oust uh, Obama and take over the government in the United States and that there's going to be martial law. And Rick Joyner's coming along telling people that the martial law is a good idea, that it's the answer. You understand what's happening here? All in the name of Christianity? I want you to know this is not Jesus Christ of the Bible. This is not the blood of the Lamb. This is not truth, people. This is that charismatic renewal that came out of the Catholic Church. This is Rome, people. This is the Pope of Rome. This is the Jesuit order. This is dark. It's evil. It's diabolical, people. If you only knew what they did to true blood wash, redeemed children of God in the what they were doing during that time. Folks, if you could understand what they did our brothers and our sisters burning them at the stake all the atrocities that were committed the bible says she's full the blood of the martyrs get out of it leave it folks get out of there come out from among them and be separate and touch not the unclean thing i'm begging you to leave babylon leave that the catholic church god i i don't know jesus i I'm doing my best to just, I don't even know if they're listening. I don't even know if they're listening, Jesus. I don't know if anybody out there is listening. I can't take it anymore. These visuals and that music is so hypnotic. 
Um, this is a dangerous thing, and I have so many more videos I can show, and I'll probably throw just some short clips up. You know, I feel like that guy did. I'm trying to warn you. And when he talked about Rick Joyner was wanting to overthrow the government and create martial law and General Boykin, well, Boykin is another, he's the head counselor, head guy of the Knights of Malta, former general um, from the United States, the military connections, the CIA connections, which we'll be talking about next week. There, this goes deep. And when I did that episode on Joel's army, uh, recently, the manifest sons of God, you better pay attention because these people are trying to build it. There is no fear in the Lord. Fear does not come from it. But if we are entering into end times, and that's an if, I don't know, better be prepared. And knowing the truth is the way to be prepared. Know your Bible, and then you will see the counterfeit clearly. And uh, that's it for today, folks. Uh, please pray for me. I had a real hard time putting this together, and considering I prepared for this one better than any other one, um, I just had a real hard time with it. So Please continue to pray for me. Uh, support the show if you can. And uh, there's some links in the description. And until next time, remember to love your God, love your family. And sometimes that's real hard. <laughs> Can't choose them like you do your friends. But you know what? We're called to love our neighbors as ourself. And your neighbor is everybody in the world. And if you really want to make a difference, if you want to serve God, then go out and make a difference in your community.